gentlemen, as you well know, the president has ordered a wall erected along the border of the remote country of Gurdistan. I am also well aware that the U.S. does not border Gurdistan, as they are located on opposite sides of the planet. I've tried to explain the geography to the president, but at the mention of the word geography, he became confused and began waving his hands like a giant baby man. He then asked for his wub-wub. What's a wub-wub? It's the Secret Service's protection device for the president when he hears things he doesn't understand or hurts his feelings. It's a high tensile straight cloth that when wadded up can be used to stimulate thumb sucking and warm feelings. It's a security blanket. Let's can the chatter. We've got a job to do. Whether we agree or not, we've got to mindlessly follow orders given by the Baron. I mean President. We've got a wall to build, damn it. Sir, the people of Gudistan refuse to allow access to their lands to erect the wall. We also have absolutely no idea how to build or finance such a wall. One problem at a time. We need a way to get them to relinquish control of their borders so that we can send in our engineers so that we can build a wall that will keep them out and the U.S. in. There's the game. What's this, the game you speak of? Probably nothing, sir, but each year the citizens of Gudistan put on a contest of skill in a brutal competition for survival. Whomever wins the game can do whatever the hell they want to the country. I don't see how it applies to us, though. That's because you're an alcoholic dipshit, Johnson. Whatever it takes, dammit, we're going to enter this the game and win. But we need someone with a fairly useless talent, and then combine that talent with the deadly skills of martial arts. We're going to need the world's greatest juggler. Johnson, get me Bertha Fat Baby. Meanwhile, in sunny Des Moines, Iowa... I've told you, General. I've left that all behind. You'll have to find someone else, I'm afraid. I understand. You've built quite a life for yourself on top of this mountain. You've got a 32,000-square-foot log cabin, a daughter who loves you, and a Buddhist temple where you can assist monks with random construction duties, all in the peaceful silence of self-reflection. But damn it, Bertha, your country needs you. The answer is no! What if I told you you'd have a license to kill any person who isn't a white male that you come in contact with? I'm in. Bertha, you've been the world's finest juggler for over a century now, and the world knows it. At the Venice Beach Juggle Fest of 2008, you juggled 13 DVD copies of Brewster's Millions, and when you tossed in a live hamster, the world was stunned. The hamster may not have survived, but damn it if I didn't bite my ring finger off in amazement. Those are kind words, spoken from a time long forgotten, as if delivered on a cloud of the sweetest mist to the annals of my mind. You certainly have a way with words, but they simply aren't enough to complete the game. We need to combine your talents with the deadliest martial arts known to man. Bertha, meet your new mentor and U.S. Secretary of Ninja, Shokasugi. Months later... Sir, Ninjuggling won the game, and the cardboard and styrofoam wall is complete. And Bertha Fat Baby? Well, we constructed the wall from the inside of Gudistan. Now Bertha and all the engineers are trapped within the prison they hope to create. Then we'll need an extraction team. Johnson, get me Chuck Norris.
and welcome to Sneaker Madness. This is another episode of the finest, fine, bad movie, loving, loving of bad movies, podcasting. It's refined. Refined like a sweet cup of... Like jailhouse hooch. Jailhouse left, left in the toilet bowl wine. Toilet wine. On the internet. Yep. My name is Justin. That was the voice of Sam. And Jackie is here as well. Yeah, I'm here. I just don't know anything about prison toilet wine, so, you know, it's kind of hard to jump you, into that one. You have drank prison toilet wine before. No, I haven't. Yep, remember Sam made- <laughs> I made doge yeah. that one time. He didn't make it in a prison toilet, but it's the same process. It's it was just, a bucket. doesn't have pee-pee in it. There was no pee-pee in it, no raw fruit. I just used sugar. Oh, it wasn't very good. No, it's, it's hooch. It's not going to be good. I learned uh, that if you need to smuggle something in, you shove it up your butt, as everybody knows. Sure. But then how do you get it out of your butt without, like, masses amounts of pooping? Like, because here's the thing. You you take the stuff into the, the, the prison, the, your cell, wherever your boys and stuff are hanging out, wait, uh, sure. awaiting patiently whatever is lodged into your butt. Yeah. And you don't want to be like, and then make a huge mess <laughs> i think there's probably a certain amount of uh how shall we say conditioning for the uh prison mule actually you don't eat anything that day and then you drink castor oil and it just shoots right out of your butt oh how about yep, that just shoots boink, like a like a butt gun. like a whole carton of cigarettes yeah well <laughs> uh good luck with that one <laughs> i don't think there's a amount of ca- I mean, the castor oil is probably going to help uh, lubricate the cigarettes to punch out of your stomach and into your body cavity and then just fall like down into your leg someplace. Because you're hollow. People are just hollow after their skin. Mm. That's what I learned uh, based yeah. off of science. Uh, this is a movie about bad movies. This is a movie about bad podcasts. About bad podcasts. That'd be a hell of a movie. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that hasn't been done. They've probably made it twice. Yeah, it could be. And it went into a horror film. Where the podcasters died. Yeah, probably. Uh, This is a very special episode. Because today, at the end of the show, we are going to release the nominations for the 2016 Smabva Awards. Yay! So because of that, uh, we'll be filling in the time at the end, which means we don't have time for streaming do's and don'ts this weekend, I'm sorry to say. But we will get back to that when we resume our normal scheduled prelude episodes after the Spab Fuzz. And can I just say I've missed you fans? I guess so. You just did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in Because of winter and illnesses, we had to take a little bit of time off, but it, we haven't recorded in two weeks. But... The fans only think it's been a week based off our release schedule. So Ah, that's good. So it hasn't been that long for them, but it's been a long time for us. Yeah. Since we get to shout out anybody. Many days of mud butt. Yep. So much mud butt and coughing and ugh, and being stuck in snow and shit, and I'm tired of it. Uh, so we're just going to go straight into the wild card this week. It's the great superpower debate. And since Jim Cotta is my movie this week, uh, it's my choice of the wild card superpower. It is the immunity to the negative side effects of any drug. So, 
You'd have to define what a negative side effect is at that point. That is also part of your superpower. You get to define it? You get to choose whichever effect of drugs you would like to uh, have. So So you could be on opiates Mm -hmm. and be able to shit just fine. Yes. And not damage your liver. Correct. Hmm. Or you could or could not get sleepy from it. Yeah. Mm. I think being immune to poison would be good. I mean, that's a good superpower. Yeah, but see, if you're immune to poison, that means you can't get drunk. Because getting drunk is a side effect of being poisoned. So is uh, so is the marijuana. The blo- uh, the THC blocks your uh, sure, stupid receptors. As a, as a superpower, it's actually pretty useful. Right. Right. Yeah, we're, we're this is more the comic book version of the superpower. It's like, oh, I get all the perks but none of the bad. Well, the the, the perks are bad too. You just don't get any so of the you bad get that goes drunk along with perks. without cirrhosis. Correct. Or say you wanted to maintain a perfect buzz the entire night and drink as much as you wanted to. Could you become instantly sober like in the movies? Uh yes, you right. could, but you could not become instantly drunk. You would ah. still have to drink up to the point you'd normally get drunk. See, this sounds pretty awesome. But you wouldn't get a hangover, though, right? If you chose not to. What about the Coyote Ugly? Hey, man. Again, that's your choice. If you want to get beer goggles... You make the call there. You make the call. Mm, Okay. Sometimes having the beer goggles kind of needs to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Like if it's been a while and uh, things aren't really going your way and you kind of... I need to make sure that this one looks good. <laughs> wow, I I don't think I've ever been in that position, but well, I okay. Would, I would. Well, I don't know. We all could have been in that position. We could have been the receiver You've of beer a, goggles. Yeah, maybe if it's we, been a few. It's years. not like anybody's going to tell you. Like, yeah. oh man, I got so wasted last night. I can't believe I slept with you. But thanks. <laughs> they tell you in other ways, like not calling you back or leaving before you wake up. Yeah, or like guess chewing you, you're left with an arm next to you because exactly. they chewed it off yeah uh, no, that has never happened to me an arm next to you when you wake up in the morning that's yeah probably a good thing yeah consider i mean i would have been pissed my sheets would have been ruined yeah i would consider that a compliment <laughs> nice uh so back to uh drugs Being, yeah i mean i mean i don't really see any downside to it you're missing a big one viagra that That's four not the hour effect. boner time. The priapism? Yeah, they, when he it was like, if you That's... got a boner for longer than four hours, call the doctor. Fuck it, man. I'm just. Nobody wants to have sex 36 for four hours. hours. I've had a boner. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Well, You'd rub your dick raw. Maybe. I had one for 26 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still hasn't gone away. It's gross. We're all hoping soon. <laughs> Thanksgivings are getting awkward. (laughs) Sam's got a web page for that. Stillhard.com. I bet you there is a stillhard.com. Yeah, so there you go. That's. I'm giving it a six and a half. Six and a half is as good as it's going to get? Dude, I love drugs, so I'm in for uh, at least a nine. What about steroids? You could get super beefed out on steroids, not have tiny balls or bitch tits. Ah, that would be okay. So then you kind of have super strength via the- You're a drugged out asshole, so it's a (laughs) (laughs) 6.5. That's true. It is a drugged out asshole. It's just barely better than what you are normally. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that's the- uh, That's the high average. She gave you a nine, so- Well, I have to do the- What is that? Seven and a half? 
Seven and three quarters, something yeah, like that. Yeah, somewhere in there. It's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sam, tell us about Jim Cutter. Hiya. Actually, it's more. Psh, psh, psh. Actually, it's more. Hey, which way do I walk? That my psh, psh, was the sound of my gymnastics. Psh, oh, psh, psh. and then hiya. Oh, okay. Well, Kurt Thomas is the stuff of legend, gymnastically speaking. He was the first American man to win gold on the floor exercise at a world championship level. His prowess was such that he has two skills named after him, the Thomas Flair and the Thomas Salto. And the Tomahawk. The Tomahawk is not a thing. Uh, that's when you, uh, when you throw your arm at full fa- power into your opponent's face like you're chopping it. They don't have that's opponents in gymnastics. Oh, no, it's a wrestling move. Okay, well. Yeah. What? That's right. also at every baseball game in Atlanta. Yeah, the Tomahawk Chop. I'm named after this guy. Well, the Thomas Salto is described not only as difficult, but dangerous. <laughs> you can mm. actually break your wrist and slide both of your balls into your own asshole at the same time mm, if you okay. perform it wrong. All right. I'm pretty sure that's any gymnastics, though. Yeah, probably. Could you imagine going full force on one of those uneven bars and just like nailing your crotch i can't because i can't even do a cartwheel mm. i have never mm. once in my life accomplished a cartwheel or a round off i could do a somersault and that's it well you know that uh though being the favorite at the 1980 u.s olympic games kurt thomas was not able to achieve gold you know why not because the u.s boycotted the 1980 olympics that's right because they were in moscow those commie bastards were totally harshing our mellow. <laughs> Carter would officially boycott the games to protest that the USSR, or any country for that matter, would ever have the audacity to intervene in Afghanistan. We did something else besides just boycott the Olympics. The history books will remember a little thing called Rambo 3. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about John Rambo. The only thing you need to topple Soviet power in Afghanistan is a guy who hasn't heard of a bath or a haircut. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> he still looked good. He don't, I don't know. It seemed like it was a thing in the 80s that it's like women just like men that don't bathe or cut chair or I think anything. that's still a thing. If that wasn't still a Lorenzo thing. Lorenzo Lamas wouldn't be a thing. Well, no. The hipsters with their fake lumberjack look wouldn't oh, be a thing. that's not. Those guys use more cleaning products I understand, than but they're purveying themselves as... No, they've leathery made, men. They've they have taken the lumberjack mo- look and made it on top. Men of the elements. Yeah, well, it's, which 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 one? <laughs> the air conditioning. <laughs> Hold my coffee. I need to put some more pomade on. Yeah, there you go. Well, Jim Cotta was directed by famed martial arts director Robert Klaus. Other credits include Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. The Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. The Big Brawl with Jackie Chan, and Black Belt Jones, among others. Though. Klaus's career was in decline at the time that this film was made. He was still bringing in a ringer. The cast beyond Thomas is former Playboy playmate. Tetchy Agbayani. I think I said that right. I don't think he did. Uh, maybe. Touchy. Nobody's name is Tetchy. 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 Oh. Yeah. Stinker Madness favorite Richard Norton, who also serves as stunt coordinator and choreographer. Nice. Tadashi Yamashita, who was, of course, Laser Ninja in American Ninja. Gotcha. And big man Bob Shot. He's the big man. The big boss man? The big guy that Kurt Thomas is like, 
Well, I knew that guy. I loved him in Berlin or something. I like him because he's tall and has large muscles. <laughs> I don't remember him talking like that. He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> he just looks like he talks like that. There are a great deal of people, some reputable critics, and others just those who were unable to avert their eyes, who think this is one of the worst movies ever made. They are absolutely right. It seems like the plot of this movie was a narrow pitch made by an eight-year-old to get somebody to buy him out of his box of Wheaties just so he could get to some Captain Crunch. All of the athletes, stuntmen, and other non-actors who comprise the majority of the cast perform much worse than anyone could possibly expect. Beyond these and other failures, they do a fine job cocking up the American State Department. Yes. <laughs> and it's the Reagan State Department yep. they're cocking up. That cocked itself up real nice, and they do a worse job with it. Yeah, people f- forget that this movie is about Star Wars. <laughs> yep. What? Yeah. Not, not Luke Skywalker. No, the, the real one. The real one. Yeah. Keeping these things in mind, keep an eye out for, which is your favorite abandoned plot line. Okay. There will be many to choose many. from. <laughs> you know what? We're done with that one. <laughs> I got something else in my pocket. <laughs> which of the crazies in the town of crazies is the craziest. Okay. All right. Yeah. Finally, who would actually win this competition? All right. I, I look forward to those. Those are all good three keep an eye out fours. Uh, this movie is insane. We saw this four years ago for the Three first four, time, yeah. right before we started this podcast. And it was like, dude, we should talk. We just sat around talking about movies for like four fucking hours. We we're like, we should put this on the internet. So that's how yeah. this whole madness got started. Uh, but we have avoided this one because again, it is just so done. It but has we've been had done. a lot of requests for this movie. So it's time to do it. I just want to say for the record that I was not part of that four-hour conversation. I'm just fucking cool, and they needed the talent for this show. No, no she was there. Yeah. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. You've seen this movie. Don't be an <laughs> asshole. Uh, it is streaming, but you have to pay for it. It's $2.99 on basically everything. So, But I will also say I just bought it on Amazon brand new for 5 bucks on DVD. So, yeah, If you like bad movies, you should spend $5 it's, it's on this $5. one. It's $5. You'll and, watch it more than and it, once. And it was Prime, so there's, it was free shipping. It there's, was 5 fucking dollars. There's a very good chance that the first time that you see Jim Cotta, you just watch it again right afterwards. I would buy this if they released it on Blu-ray. Yeah. This movie's retarded. It's awesome. Uh, so now the big moment of the show, Woo! the SMAPFAs. Now, if you don't know what the SMAPFAs are, they stand for the Stinker Madness Achievements in Bad Filmmaking Awards. 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 Uh, and, uh, they're determined, the nominees are determined by f- the three of us and then our good listener and frequent contributor, Brad Schlager, AKA Martini Shark. And... We'll have a two-hour, usually they're two-hour episodes when we go through the winners next, uh, the episode after the Jim Cotta episode. So the nominees are now. You guys don't even know the nominees. I don't. I have. I don't know the nominees yet. All right. I'm so excited. So this should be exciting for you. Wait, can we cheer for the ones we like? No. Oh, all right. For best bad movie, the nominees are the hunt. What if I cheer anyway? Then I will punch you. Oh, fuck. With my shoe. Uh, Best bad movie nominees are The Huntsman, Winter War, Winter's War, London Has Fallen, Gods of Egypt, Mechanic Resurrection, Nine Lives, Zoolander 2, The Boy, Independence Day Resurgence, 
The nominees for Worst Bad Movie are Mother's Day, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Warcraft, Now You See Me Too, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, X-Men Apocalypse, Ghostbusters, and Legion. Now, you'll notice that the nominees for Worst Bad Movie are a lot more than the ones for Best Bad Movie. (laughs) Uh, Best Bad Actor, Gerard Butler in Gods of Egypt, Kevin Spacey in Nine Lives, Gerard Butler in London Has Fallen, Jason Statham in Mechanic Resurrection, Brent Spiner in Independence Day Resurgence, Bill Pullman in Independence Day Resurgence, Chris Hemsworth in Huntsman's Winter's War, and Christopher Walken in Nine Lives. Worst Bad Actor, which means he sucked. Uh, Not enjoyable. Jared Leto, Suicide Squad. Ty Sheridan, X-Men Apocalypse. Bill Murray, Ghostbusters. Daniel Radcliffe, Now You See Me Too. Jeff Goldblum, Independence Day Resurgence. Johnny Depp, Alice Through the Looking Glass. And Jesse Eisenberg for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. The best bad actress, meaning whose shitty performance we enjoyed the most from a female, just to clarify, and break up the pace a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, because you're reading fast. Well, we've got, you know, running low on time. Uh, Emily Blunt for Huntman, Hunts, Hunts, Hunts Ketchup. <laughs> Hunts Ketchup. She may as well have been a bottle of Hunts Ketchup in a fucking silver dress. She was so confused the entire time. Emily Blunt in Huntsman, Hunts, the Huntsman Winter's War. Charlize Theron in Hunt, the Huntsman's Winter's War. <laughs> Good job. Alba, Mechanic Resurrection. Gal Gadot, Batman versus Superman. Margot Robbie, Suicide Squad. Christian Wiig, Zoolander 2. Maka Monroe, Fifth Wave. Vivica A. Fox, Independence Day Resurgence. Penelope Cruz, Zoolander 2. And Aubrey Plaza for Dirty Grandpa. Worst Bad Actress, Jessica Alba, Mechanic Resurrection, which means she's nominated for Best and Worst. Oh. Kate McKinnon and Ghostbusters. Jennifer Aniston, Mother's Day. Lizzie Kaplan, Now You See Me Too. Kate Hudson, Mother's Day. Penelope Cruz, Zoolander 2, nominated for oh. Best and Worst. Kara, now I may fuck this up. Kara Delavigne, Villigny, Suicide Squad. Ah. Anne Hathaway, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Mia Wasikowski, Alice Through the Looking Glass. And Jennifer Garner, Nine Lives. And the last category, the Mystery Science Theater Riffability Award for most easily made fun of. Nine Lives, Ben Hur. Mechanic Resurrection, Independence Day Resurgence, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Dirty Grandpa, The Fifth Wave, Gods of Egypt, and The Huntsman's Winter's War. So I would say, because I didn't bother to uh, tally things up, but it's looking like The Huntsman's Winter's War is nominated for the most awards. It is, and that's a surprise because I didn't nominate it for shit. Yeah. I did. Uh, I would say second behind that would be Independence Day Resurgence nominated for a lot of stuff nine yeah. lives was in there a lot batman versus superman was in there a lot uh so yeah but after jim cotta we will break down each category talk about all the movies what we liked what we didn't like uh and the surprises because there's always surprises in this map final thoughts from you guys it's nice that ben hur got in there yeah for riffability yeah, well, just that it should be mentioned because you shouldn't fucking remake Ben Hur, even though it was re- the last good Ben Hur was a remake of. Hey, the we're not talking. Ben-Hur. We're not talking about the movies yet. Calm down, sir. Well, Calm he, down. He does bring up one thing that should be mentioned is you might say, "Well, those are just the movies that you watched." No, we watched every fucking movie ever this year. 
We saw every single goddamn fucking movie, except for Collateral Beauty, which I think we will tack on to next year's Smapfest because it didn't come out until Christmas Day. Uh-huh. It's too late in time. Uh, so, uh, no, we saw them all. We saw fucking all of them. <laughs> all the bad movies. We just didn't feel that a lot of them were worth bothering with. So, Yeah. So come back to us on Monday when we do Jim Kata. Uh, enjoy your weekend. And in the meantime... Oh, wait. Special announcement. Yeah. I will be signing autographs at the Queen Mary in uh, California, Long Beach, California. Great. How are they going to... No, you're not. <laughs> you just hang out in the lobby and wait for me to walk by. Yeah, just, just stand there. She'll be there eventually. She'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just keep waiting. Yeah. <sighs> just keep waiting. Uh, yeah. I, I, February 6th. I'll be on the Queen Mary if you want us. If you want an autograph, just stand in the lobby. Jesus! When you see me, say hi. A, they're going to recognize you, and B, they're going to want an autograph. <laughs> screw you too. Somebody out there Speaking from Long of, Beach is going to be like, "Oh my God, my favorite podcaster is going to be here." Just burst your bubble more. Mm-hmm. We had an official request to do Encino Man, so Encino Man will be my next film, Jackie. Fuck you, Sam, and fuck you, listener. <laughs> Who was like, hey, you guys should do a Chino man. You're a butthole. Nope. They're not. They're wise individual. No, they're not. <laughs> they have terrible taste in movies. And they should just only watch the ones that I like. Mm. Get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness. iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Stinker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness. And email us at talk at We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.